This is the Key to Authority Podcast, episode number 43. Welcome to the Key to Authority Podcast, where it is all about helping you unlock the secrets of becoming the go-to expert in your industry. And here is your host, Janish Pandya. I'm so excited to have you on today's show. Today, we're talking about one of my most favorite topics, that is podcasting. I've simply fallen in love with podcasting. It has done so many things for me. It has opened massive, massive amounts of networks and helped me build relationships with people I've not even met in person, but it feels like I already know them. I've built up relationships interstate. I've built up relationships internationally. And that's just one thing. It has also helped me land clients. It has helped also to get people to come to along to my workshops and a lot more things. Podcasting is really great, especially for people who are branding themselves, who are getting their business out name out there and who want to be known as the authority in their field. So if you haven't started podcasting, think about it. And if you want to find out more about starting a podcast, and if you are in Perth, check out my upcoming workshop on the 23rd and the 24th of October. The details are at keytoauthority.com slash start a podcast. In today's show, we have a chat about how to go in regards to growing your podcast audience. Because once you've started a podcast, the logical next step is to start growing your audience and finding new listeners and engaging with them and making them your biggest evangelist. So today I talked to Ronsley Vaz. Ronsley is a rebel entrepreneur specializing in creating businesses that connect people and ideas through non-traditional mediums. He's also the celebrated host of Australia's number one food podcast, Bon Appetit. Additionally, Ronsley is a software technical expert, a personal chef, and a serial idea creator which is evident in his numerous successful businesses and charities, Bond Petit, We Are Podcast, Eat for Two, and Time Shifted Media. Ronsley is also the man behind Australia's first ever podcast conference, the We Are Podcast in Gold Coast, happening in early November. I'm attending that. I'm flying all the way from Perth to meet Ronsley and all the other great podcasters in Australia. And if you can make it, and if you love podcasting, that's the place to be. So if you're coming along, come say hi. So here is the interview with Ronsley Vaz. Hey, Ronsley, welcome to the Key to Authority podcast. We caught up a while back and we got introduced over the ProBlogger Facebook page and you're organizing the We Are Podcast, the first ever podcasting conference over in Gold Coast, and I'm really excited to come there. So I thought, since you know a lot about podcasting, you've been doing this for quite a while and wanted to know, pick your brains about growing your podcast audience and things. So I thought it would be really good to have you on the show and then go from there. So welcome to the show. Thanks, Janish, man. It's uh, it's an absolute pleasure to be on the show. Thank you. Very, on- very, very honored to have uh, you uh, get me on your show because I think uh, you're doing some great work in podcasting as well. Nah, thanks for that. So Ronsley... Where did all this start? Because I know you started in the food space and things, but what's the backstory and why do you keep going and what gets you going in that space? 
Well, uh, I'm still in the food space. It's just not nothing. Uh, it's business as usual uh, from the food side of things. But uh, because a podcast managed uh, to let me, I suppose, become a key authority within the food space, I saw a lot of value of what it was able to do for me um, and and the business. And, and I thought, uh, you know, getting more people to be involved in podcasting, it, for me, in the, in the sense that when I look at podcasting and the ability to grow your audience in the quickest way possible, I think there's no other way than a podcast, in my opinion, but I could be very biased. I'm not sure. No, I'm biased with you as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in regards to podcasting, like there's a lot of things, obviously, starting out right, the equipment and all that stuff. So there's a lot of people who have written things about it, but not many people talk about how to grow the audience and things like that. So in your experience, what is the key to growing your podcast audience? Well, that's a great question because I think a lot of people pay attention to the, the audience size and, and growing their podcasts. First of all, I don't think that it is the most important factor. I think that uh, if you have a podcast, the idea of the number of people that listen to your podcast isn't as important as the kind of people that listen to your podcast. I feel like even if you have two people listening to your podcast, but they are engaged and they listen to every single word you say and they can't wait for you to release the next episode, then you're doing well. Uh, you want to get more of those kind of people rather than just generic audience numbers. And uh, that, that's my first thought on the topic. Uh, but I think one, for me, if I had to sum it up in one word, uh, the key to growing your podcast numbers is definitely engagement. How, how, how well do you engage with the people listening? Uh, that's the key to growing your podcast. And in regards to engagement, so how would you define engagement and what are the steps you've seen people take and obviously yourself because you've grown the Bond Appetit podcast really, really well and really massive as well? Yeah, thanks, man. Like, um, I, I suppose for me, it's about being authentic. First of all, I think it's about being authentic. So you cannot bullshit behind the mic. And I'm not sure whether I'm allowed to say that on your show. <laughs> that's but, fine. Uh, that's fine. Um, you, you can get someone to write a blog for you and, and you could probably be, uh, you know, create a short video and, and still, you know, pretend, I suppose, or act on that video. But I feel like you can't hide behind the mic. I feel your true self comes out at some stage or the other. So first of all, being yourself and being absolutely authentic is a true way of, of measuring engagement because people that like you for who you are will land up engaging with you and, and your content. I think also paying attention to who you exactly are you talking to and when you're talking to them, how uh, you're managed, you manage to get the best conversations out of them. I think that's key. Having any sort of, again, this is, this is me. I don't know about you, Janish, but I think for me, having any sort of structure, uh, pre, pre getting into the interview and saying, uh, I am going to ask my guest these questions somehow throws the balance off in terms of engagement because you land up asking a question at a time that, uh, your guests and you are having a conversation about something entirely different. As an example, there used to be a time, well, going back to episode, I want to say 21 or 20 or something like that, way back in the day when I first started Bon Appetit, um, I was having this amazing conversation with Michael O'Neill from the Solopreneur Hour. 
And we were having this great conversation about his dad, uh, who passed on, by the way, and, and, and how his dad created the best gumbo and he would invite the mayor and all that kind of stuff. And I, and I didn't like, it was a great conversation, but I had this list of questions that I wanted to ask him. And I interrupted that story to ask him a question that just threw the whole interview out of whack. And the, 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 the connection that I had with him, and obviously as a result of having the connection with him, uh, the connection with the listener, uh, all went out the window because I had this predetermined map in my head as to how I thought the conversation should go. So, um, long-winded answer, I suppose. I think just being present, if you're having an interview type show and having a conversation with your guest, I think that's probably the best way to get engagement. Uh, now, if you have a, a solo type show, it's up to you to find out what your listeners really want and talk specifically to that and keep them engaged from that point of view. Did I answer the question or did I go all the way around? I you answered the question perfectly because it's the same for me. Like, again, this podcast, I don't want to have scripted questions or things. I just want to be a conversation, but just yep. a little bit of structure in terms of start and end, which works well and which I think my audience really loves. Because, yes. as I said, it's no bullshit. It's right to the yes. point, no fluffing around and answering the questions. As And I, I'm honestly, genuinely listening it because I want to learn. So sure. that's sure. a perfect answer, and I'm with you on that one. <laughs> cool, cool. So in regards to you have that kind of a show and you have that engagement, you're recording, you're getting those interviews. So how about because you want to get, uh, in, in front of as many people as possible. So what are the things you do to get in front or bring your podcast in front of those people? Again, asking the basics, but sometimes people forget the basics. Well, I, I think keeping, not keeping your guest quiet for too long is probably one of the things that we forget a lot uh, as interviewers. Somehow, because we like to podcast, we love to talk as well of course uh th that's one thing i think i just i think sort of just asking the question and listening and paying attention to uh what you can ask next and and how uh it would get the i suppose ask the, the guest a question that no one else would possibly ask based on the answers i i think is key um i also think that as podcasters we don't realize that we should be if we spend 30% of our time producing the content, we should be spending 70% of our time promoting that content because a lot of people, a lot of us produce great content, but we don't necessarily give it enough time to promote it in, 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 in various ways. Um, I think those are the, probably the two big ones that I wish people did more. So it's the coming back to that 80-20 or 70-30 rule because it's something I've kind of struggled with where I just started creating the content and then I'm like, I wasn't even paying attention to marketing or even spreading the word. So I've just realized then now I'm scaling back and working on the marketing things. So what other things you would suggest for a person like me or for other podcasters out there in terms of focusing that 70%? What would be those key things then? Well, I think social is big. I think everyone today is on social for whatever reason. If you have the new uh, iOS 9 or if you have a, uh, you know, an iPhone, it'll tell you the last four apps that you most uh, recently engaged with. And, you know, usually 90% of the time it's social media apps. 
So you know that a lot of the people um, on the planet today are kind of looking at their phones. It's the first and probably the last screen they 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 look at um, every day. So you wanna you wanna get to as many people as possible, which means you you gotta understand the social media networks and and where your ideal listener hangs out and let them know that you have a show based on different topics. Now, that's one way to do it, uh, getting more listeners, obviously, but having a whole bunch of really cool guests on your show. And when I say cool guests, they don't have to have massive audiences. Uh, a lot of the people, a lot of the people that have massive audiences, um, are already great in the space. So they don't necessarily need to share your content, but having great guests on the show in the, in the sense that they, love being on your show they're really happy to be on your show and they would love to share the conversation you had with them so getting those kind of people to share that with their audiences is also really important which means that the conversation you as a podcaster have with your guests is the key to starting off on a great uh, on, on a great platform because if your guest enjoys the conversation you have the chances of them sharing it with their people is quite quite high um, also emailing your guests and emailing your database and letting them know of new content, especially, uh, content that you think would benefit them is also really good, you know, a, a really good way of looking at things. But going back to social that I mentioned at the start, a lot of the times we don't get involved in certain platforms because we think that, uh, I hear this a lot, but honestly, I don't even get Instagram. Why should I be on Instagram? And I keep saying, dude, it's not about whether you get Instagram. It's about whether your listener gets Instagram. And Instagram is just an example. Uh, it could be Pinterest. It could be Snapchat. It could be Twitter. It could be anything because most people are on Facebook anyway. But uh, get involved in the social media platform that your listener is going to hang out on. And I think that's important. I love that one. Like, Because I'm one of those. I'm like, I don't get that platform. But then... It's the same thing as you mentioned. Some people have told me exactly that's like, but your audience gets it, so why not be on it? Yeah. Uh, so in terms of social, you mentioned there's quite a bit of uh, effort and things. Obviously, it's massive right now. So what other strategies or things that you personally use in terms of promoting We Are Podcast and obviously Bond Appetit uh, to that? Yeah. Well, uh for me, when I first started, Twitter was uh, was the spot for me to get most engagement. I think uh, even today on We Are Podcast, I think we have just shy of 20,000 followers, which is fantastic. Um, it, it, it's not as engaged as Facebook is, but uh, getting it to as many new people as possible, probably Twitter. Uh I think Facebook has a lot of a lot of people discount Facebook. I think a lot of people discount Facebook because you need to pay to play. But if if you have the right strategy for Facebook, you can you can land up getting some really good engagement. As an example, Janish, I mean you know that that uh, we're doing the first podcasting conference, uh, and last night this is this is fresh results, right? Last night I did an ad to the people that visited the website. And all I did was I said, you know, uh, it's, it's about, I think seven days or five days. I can't even, I don't even five days before early bird tickets end, save a hundred dollars. If you want to come to the, the conference and overnight we had like seven sales 
<laughs> and and I spent take two dollars forty on the ads. So if you do it right and figure out how to get that engagement, it doesn't matter what platform you follow. It's it, it. The idea is how do you sort of how do you get the most bang for your buck, and how do you know where your people are hanging out? And right now, Facebook dark posts, uh, audience engagement, um, that's probably the best place to get the kind of people that you want because Facebook will target all the way down to your shoe size. <laughs> And uh, I've had some interesting chats about Facebook ads and engagement and things, and you're absolutely right where if you target it specifically and correctly, you'll get massive, massive results. So no. so what what kind of result, what kind of conversations have you had around Facebook? That's, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. So in terms of mine, I think it was around the uh, algorithm behind it because yes. that changed and then people's engagement dropped. So I think it was one of the episodes I was talking in to Ming Johansson and she yes. say, talks about like if your content is right, if what you're putting out there is actually good, then you will get massive engagement and then you follow up that through advertising or things where you have targeted specifically, as you mentioned, like you targeted to the person who visited your website and yeah. not just randomly clicking on boost post and just wasting money kind of thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's 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 cool. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. And that was what I'm like, and that I've been hearing these themes and I love it. Like, cause it's people who know what they're doing. They have very similar approaches and things like that. Yeah. So now in terms of, you mentioned that, uh, obviously the interview is key and the person you're getting on the show is very key. So what's your method of choosing that person? Because obviously that ties into creating that engagement and that audience. Do you do some background search on your side of things or do you look for mid to mass, massive reach kind of thing? Well, it, it, it depends. I mean, a lot of the times today I kind of handpick my guests and I do it from a certain angle. And uh, I've been lucky that I have right now a really good team around me where uh, I kind of say, this is the kind of people I want to target and they make a list for me and then from that point, I kind of go, okay, I'd like these people on the show because they've done things in this area that I, my, my listeners would like to know about. And, and then from that point, they go around, they go about inviting them onto the show. And then I just turn up and have this great conversation with them. Uh, and after that, I just save the file and Zapier takes over and, and, and it sort of just, um, it does the, you know, um, I have a, a a bunch of people in in the Philippines who take the the um, the episode, edit it, and then the MP3, and then do the show notes and do everything, and and just get published, which is fantastic. Um, so in terms of the background check, um, yes and no. So if if my if my listeners say to me, I love this episode that you just did, and I'd like to know more about. I don't know. When it comes to Bon Appetit, like, I'd like to know about intermittent fasting as an example. Like, how can I, uh, how can I fast, uh, intermittently to get these results that I really want? Like, high focus, high energy, whatever it might be. Then I will look for someone that is an authority in the field and we'll, we'll contact them and say, Hey, we'd love to get you on the show and, and have a chat about something that you're really passionate about. And, 
you know, nine times out of ten, um, sometimes ten times out of ten, we always get someone saying, "Yeah, I'd love to talk about it." And that's the power of podcasting because I've I haven't had anyone refuse my interview request yet. Yeah. Hopefully, there's never a chance. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that that is true. You always have if you have a platform that you can invite people onto, that is really awesome. Uh, so just wrapping up then. So we've talked about a good guest, a good quality interview, and obviously letting that person speak, and then promoting over social and even using Facebook ads targeting. So. Is there anything else that you do, obviously, to engage a bit more and drive that conversation and drive that subscribers or reviews and things like that that we're missing out? Not really. I think I I feel like when I'm actually chatting with someone, uh, like for example, Janice, you and me are, are talking right now. I have nothing up on the screen except you know a blank screen, and <laughs> I'm just paying attention to you. Because I land up, I, I feel like if I have other things up, then the conversation also turns out to be very distracted type of conversation. So I give all my attention to the conversation when I'm having the conversation. Uh, with regard to what we do afters, afterwards, um, we just try and promote it in, in all our possible channels, uh, whether it's social, email, or, or get our guests to promote it to their people. Cool. Uh, and it's the same because I love that undivided attention and you have a genuine conversation. It's really amazing. <laughs> yes, it is. Totally. So wrapping up then, what's an action that our listener can take in regards to growing their podcast audience? So these are people who already have podcasts. So they're about to start podcasts and they're looking to think podcasts, but also there are some of the listeners who have uh, started podcasts just recently. Well, I, I think just paying attention, if you have a podcast or you're going to start a podcast, absolutely paying attention to your guest is key. So if you're interviewing someone, find out as much as you possibly can about them. Find out the questions that you can ask them that no one else will possibly ask them. And if you get a chance to get that conversation out of them, chances are that they would love to share that on their platforms, which is what you really want to do. So by far, the one tip that I have for everyone is to pay attention to your guests, make them feel comfortable, get the stuff out of them that no one else would possibly be able to get. And that only happens with comfort uh, and trust. Um, and don't do it in any haphazard way and don't be creepy. But I'm just saying, like, be, be absolutely, um, uh, make them as comfortable as possible and uh, pay attention to the conversation. That's ah. my tip. Cool. I'll put that on board myself as well as those guys who are listening. They can go that. And I guess this can be applied wherever they are talking about blog interviews and things. So, Ronsley, how can our audience get in touch with you and obviously listen to the podcast and details about the We Are Podcast conference in Gold Coast, which I'm coming and I'm really excited to meet up with you and obviously the speakers and all the other podcasters out and around Australia. Yeah, man. Thank you. Um um, we are podcast.com is probably the best place, uh, to find everything about the podcast. Um, we are podcast in the groups on Facebook. Uh, we've got an engaged community that's uh, growing and you're part of that, Janish. So, yep. um, you know, you have a whole bunch of really cool podcasters in there that can help you with a whole bunch of things. So, uh, join us there. Uh, but Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, all we are podcast is, is probably the best place. But I wanted to ask you this question, Janish, because I think um, you, you know you 
I, I might be a guest on your show, but he can't take the podcast out of me. So as an Indian, because I, I, I went through the same thing as an Indian, uh, with an accent. Yep. How do you find, like, did you struggle with starting your own podcast? I haven't struggled, honestly, like, cause I didn't have the typical Indian, Indian accent because I've grown up in Africa and then bit in India and things. So I've had a yeah. mixed accent, which is not the typical and people kind of like my voice. I actually hated it. So <laughs> yeah, most people. Like, and that's the thing. So I hated it. And people are like, no, your voice is awesome. Like, would love to hear it. I'm like, seriously, you must yeah. be pulling my leg. I'm like, and <laughs> just got over it. And now, even if I still hear it, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's the interesting thing. And the reason I asked the question is because a lot of people stop themselves from creating a podcast because they believe that they don't sound right. But even I hate my sound of my voice. And, and obviously you just mentioned that you do as well, but most, most people hate the sound of their voices because somehow they feel it should be different. Yes. But don't let that stop you from starting your podcast if if you're listening and you want to start one. No, that's really great. So I'll put those links down in terms of the your We Are podcast and the conference and obviously the group on the show notes. And Thanks. again, really appreciate it. And I can't wait for the conference, man. Thanks heaps, Janish. Wasn't that some really, really great insightful stuff from Ronsley in regards to growing your audience for your podcast? And make sure if you're starting a podcast or if you're doing any interviews, you take on board what Ronsley said and pay 100% attention to your guest when you're interviewing. There's nothing worse than you giving them half the attention and then missing out on the golden nuggets and things that they're going to share with you. So make sure you do that. And if you want to find out more about the podcasting conference, go to wearepodcast.com and you'll see all the details and you'll be able to get your tickets from there. Now, to get all the show notes and details talked about in today's show, go to keytoauthority.com slash ep043 and also make sure you leave a comment and share with me what your thoughts are around growing a podcast audience. Till we talk next, keep growing your podcast audience. Thank you so much for listening to the Key to Authority podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share at www.keytoauthority.com. We'll see you next time.